Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick, and today we're continuing with Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 11. Our Father, who art in heaven, not circumscribed but for the deeper love you hold for those first effects above, may your name and your strength be praised by every creature, as it's fitting to offer thanks for your sweet spirit. May the peace of your kingdom come upon us, for we can't come to it ourselves, should it not come, for all our genius. As your angels offer sacrifice to you of their accord, chanting Hosanna, so may men make sacrifice of theirs. Give us this day the daily manna, without which he who pants to rise higher goes back through this bitter desert. And as we pardon each whose evil we've suffered, Pardon us in your benignity, and look not on our merit. May our strength, which gives so lightly, not be put to the test with the ancient adversary, but deliver us from him who so spurs us. This last prayer, dear Lord, is not now made for us who need it no longer, but for those who still stand behind us. Thus praying good refuge for us and for themselves, Those shades went on below the ponderous stones, like those weights that we sometimes dream. All in disparate anguish wound wearied round upon that foremost cornice, purging the fog of the world. If there the good is forever said of us, what can be said or done for them down here by those whose wills are rooted in the good? We ought well wash them of the flecks of rot they bear with them, so that clean and light they might issue to the constellate wheels. Ah, that justice and faith might lighten you swiftly, so that you might wing your way according to your highest desire. Show us on what hand lies the shortest way toward the stair, and if more than one crossing, lead us to that whose ascent's least steep. For the one who comes with me, still vested with the charge of Adam's flesh, is slow, despite his will, to mount upwards. The words then rendered back to these that the one I followed had spoken arose from no manifest mouth, but said thus, Come with us on the right hand down the bank, and you will find the passage possible for living man to climb. And if I were not impeded by the stone that yokes my pride-stiff spine, so that I must keep my sight upon the earth, I would regard him who still lives and is not named, to see if I know him, and to make him feel the pity of this load. I was a Latin, and born of a grand Tuscan. Guglielmo Aldobrandesco was my father. I don't know if his name is ever heard now. The ancient blood and the legendary deeds of my father bore in me such arrogance that, considering not our common mother, I so scorned every man before me that I died for it, as the Sienese know, and every infant in Campagnatico knows it. I am Umberto, and pride condemned not only me, but has drawn all my kinsfolk too into this misfortune. And for it here I must bear this weight, till God at last is satisfied, here among the dead, as I didn't among the living. Listening, I inclined my face, and one of them, not that who was speaking, twisted beneath the burden that embarrassed him, 
and he saw me and recognized me and cried, holding his eyes fixed with fatigue on me who went with them, bent. Oh, I said to him, aren't you Oderisi, the honor of Gubbio, and the honor of that art that's called illumination in Paris? Brother, he said, they smile more on the pages feathered by Franco Bolognese. The honor is now all his, and mine only in part. I well know I'd not have stood such courtesy while I lived, for the great desire of excellence nested in my heart. Here we pay the feed for such pride, and I still would not be here if not that I, while fit for sinning, had turned myself to God. O vain glory of man's powers, how little its green endures in its height, if not adjoined to an age of coarseness. Cimabue believed that in painting he held the field, and now Giotto has the cry, so that the first one's fame is obscured. Thus has the one swiftly lifted from the other Guido the glory of our tongue, and maybe the one is born who will hunt the other from the nest. The world's rumor is none other than a breath of wind, which blows now here, now there, and changes name as it changes side. What greater voice will you have, if elderly you shed your flesh, than if you died before you'd left off saying Papa or Mama, after the passage of a thousand years? To eternity that space is shorter than the movement of a brow to the sphere that turns most slowly in the heavens. All Tuscany resounded with him who takes his way so slowly before me, and now it's hardly heard whispered in Siena, where he was lord when it destroyed the rabid Florentines, whose pride at that time was as their prostitution now. Your eminence is the color of grass which comes and goes, and that by which it issues unrepentant from the earth will then discolor it. And I to him, your true speech encourages good humility and appeases the tumid swelling in my heart. But who is he of whom you just spoke? He responded, That is Provenzan Salvani, and he is here since he presumed to gather all Siena to his hands. So he has gone and goes without repose since his death. Such money does he render up for satisfaction, who's proved too proud below. And I, if that spirit who holds back, repenting there before the border of life, delays down there and can't ascend to here, if good prayer doesn't aid him, before he's passed as many years as he lived, how was his coming granted? When he lived most gloriously, he said, he freely fixed himself in the campo of Siena, disposing of every shame, and there, to draw his friend from the pain that he'd sustained in Charles's prison, he brought himself to tremble throughout his veins. I'll say no more, and I know I speak obscurely, but a little time will pass before your neighbors do such deeds as you'll be able to disclose. This labor raised him from his confines. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 12.